Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business, and shine neon bright online. I built a multi-six-figure business in under two years and, more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five- and six-figure launches, tripled their income, and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, hello, beautiful human. I hope you're having the most incredible day. I am so pumped to be here chatting with you uh, on today's podcast episode. Like, so, so pumped. I, um, I've been thinking about this topic so much for the last couple of days. It's coming up with so many of my clients and so many of you that I'm chatting with in my community. And so I know that it's just this really important topic that is so present right now for so many. So today I'm going to chat with you about what my recommendations are and how to show up if you are feeling tapped out on 2020 right now. And so I'm going to take you through some of the ways that you might recognize or some of the ways you will know if you're feeling tapped out. And then my thoughts around this and what I'm seeing is really easy to do when you're feeling this way and the ways in which it might be showing up as resistance and self-sabotage for us. And then some really great ways in which you can create different awareness around this and acknowledge what actually might be happening for you. And then also some things that you can do to move through it. So I'm going to talk through all of these in today's episode. So this idea of feeling tapped out you know, when I say that word tapped out, some ways that you might be knowing that you personally are feeling tapped out is if you have decided that you've had enough with 2020, you are so done with 2020, or perhaps there's an underlying belief of, well, nothing went as planned for me this year. So I may as well just give up now. What's the point of continuing on? What's the point of you know, moving forward and progressing things in my business or focusing on my health or any of those things when this year is just a write-off. So let's just cancel it now, shut it down, and we can focus on all the things we want to focus on in 2021. I'm out, I'm done, I'm having a cocktail or a wine, and I'm sitting on the couch (laughs) from here on. And I'm obviously laughing about that, but that's what I'm hearing. And maybe that is how you feel. And if so, absolutely no judgment sister. Like I really get it. The problem with tapping out though, is that if we tap out, what ends up happening is that your external world suffers more. For example, your business doesn't grow because it's not getting nurtured or loved. Your relationships don't feel good because you decide you're not putting any more energy into them. Your health suffers because you decide that your workout routine can wait till 2021. 
In other words, your external world seriously suffers because you've made the decision that you're tapping out, that you're not committing to any of those things in your external reality, that you're giving them no energy, that you're giving them no love, that it can just all wait, close down, cancel till 2021. And so when we do that, we cycle into something that Mark Manson calls the feedback loop from hell. In other words, tapping out is a form of self-sabotage because when we don't give our external world any love or any energy or any attention, when we tap out of it, we're not going to thrive in any way. We're not going to be able to grow anything. We're not going to be able to experience, you know, these beautiful things that we might want to experience in our lives, whether it be as big as meeting a business goal or as simple as having an exchange with our partner that feels really nurturing and really supportive. If we tap out energetically, emotionally, physically, we're not going to be able to experience any of those things. And in doing so, what we do is we end up making our external world wrong. We tell ourselves that our business is wrong or that our relationships aren't thriving or that our health has suffered this year, but actually we're the ones who created that loop by tapping out, right? But it's really easy for us to instead tap out and blame everything on 2020, which makes it worse, right? So let's think of this as an example thought process. You might go, I'm tapping out from my business. I am done. Nothing happened in the way that I wanted to this year. I'm out. And so you decide that you tapped out of your business. You then stop giving your business any energy or any attention. Then if we continue cycling around, then your brain might start telling yourself the story of, well, I'm just not seeing any results in my business at all at the moment. So online business doesn't work. Online business is not a thing. It's not working for me. Then we might tell ourselves, what am I even doing? Why am I even starting this business in the first place? Or, you know, why am I even trying to scale it or grow it? What's the point? Actually, I'm going to go get a real hashtag real job. I'm going to, you know, create a different life. I'm going to do something else. And round and round we go. And that spiral all started, that feedback loop from hell all started because we made the decision to tap out. We created that cycle. We self-sabotaged by deciding that we were tapping out. So essentially, like I said before, we blame everything on 2020 and we start to make it worse for ourselves, which is so, so easy to do. You know, I could very easily decide no more, no more until 2021 in my business. But when I sit with myself and I get real with myself, I know that that's not the answer for anything because of the reasons that I just explained. It feels like an easy answer. Like it feels really quite delightful to go, yeah, yeah, I'm out. (laughs) I'm out. But I know for me, And I'd encourage you to ask yourself what feels true for you. But I know for me that that is not the best answer. That's not the best decision for me to make, despite it being the easiest one. And 
you know, you've committed to a personal development journey. I I am so sure that by being here, you're somebody who has committed to a journey of self-awareness and self-exploration. You've committed to a business. You've committed to a life that is soul-led. And in doing so, that means that you are not someone who's chosen easy. You haven't chosen easy. You've chosen joy. You've chosen soul-led. You've chosen an experience that absolutely lights you up on this earth, but you haven't chosen easy. First of all, congratulations, sister, because it's really hard to choose this path. But from my own experience and what I see in those humans around me who have also chose this journey, it is the most joyful, fulfilling, soul-nourishing one. And so I would really encourage you to ask yourself whether tapping out actually feels good for you or whether it just feels like the really easy get out of jail free card on the Monopoly board. (laughs) I was interviewed this morning for an incredible upcoming program of of someone else's and I'll I'll share more about that with you when it comes out. Um, But I was asked about planning and what I'm doing to plan my 2021. And I laughed because, you know, for anyone that's planned this year, it's all just gone to shit. (laughs) I don't think I've spoken to a single person in 2020 where all of our best laid plans actually eventuated this year. For many of us, you know, we still had incredible wins and celebrations and all these things. I know that I absolutely so gratefully did, but our best laid plans, you know, didn't happen. And I was asked whether, because I'd had that experience in 2020, like, you know, all of us, the collective we, um, whether that meant that I was not planning for 2021, whether I decided that I was just like, okay, planning's not a thing anymore. And actually what I said was that 2020 has made me want to plan more than I've ever planned before. And the reason that is, is because I know that creating a plan gives me certainty or enough certainty as I possibly can create. And it allows me to still create goals and vision and feel connected to what it is that I want to do in this one precious life on this one precious earth. It allows me to feel those feels. And so the work is not in throwing my plan out the window. The work is in being able to detach from that plan and being able to pivot from that plan. And so, you know, the reason why I just wanted to share that with you as part of this conversation is that when it comes to planning or thinking about, you know, 2021, allowing yourself to still plan and still connect is really important because if we're not doing that, it may be because of the fear of none of it working, none of it happening, none of it eventuating. And I'm a really big fan of running towards your fears rather than away from them, because that is where all the goodness happens. That's where all the the juice lives, where all of life's best stuff happens in, in that fearful, scary place. So I wanted to share that as a little bit of a side note, um, because it, yeah, it feels really relevant to this conversation. We've talked about why tapping out is not important, right? So Let's look at some ways that we can actually not tap out because right now you might be like, 
yeah, cool, good story, Ellie, but I'm tired. I feel maybe a little bit burnt out. I feel like I have nothing to give right now. And if that's you, here's what I want you to know. The work that needs to be done right now is not the work in your external world. The answer doesn't lie in tapping out of your external world. The answer lies with tapping in to your internal world, your internal infrastructure. In other words, separating you from all that is around you, specifically separating you from your business, separating you from your job, separating you from whatever those things are that you've decided you're tapping out from, and instead going within to look at what you can do differently in your internal world so that you can still show up in the ways that you want to externally. So some of my clients this year have had their best year in business and their hardest year in life. It is very real that so many of us have had hard, challenging years, right? Myself included in many ways. But The reason my clients have been able to do this is because they've been able to focus on their internal infrastructure, manage their stress responses again and again, and then show up from there. So the answer lies in tapping in, managing your stress responses. So managing the ways that you feel in your body, whether it's anxious, tired, frazzled, fearful. And just as a caveat here, I'm not talking about depression or anxiety or anything that might require more specialized support, attention, or care, because of course the mental health conversation is a different one. I'm talking about if you're feeling feels in your body where things don't feel quite right for you, or you're just a little bit more tired than normal, or you're frazzled, and you know that you have the ability to bring yourself back to equilibrium without any external help, which of course would be required if this was a mental health conversation. And I know that you can discern between the two. So when we're talking about stress responses, we're talking about feeling those feels in our body, knowing what they are, and then managing those rather than saying the solution here is to tap out of my business. The solution here is to stop exercising. The solution here is to give zero fucks about anything externally when actually the solution is to focus on our internal world and how we can feel as good as we possibly can right now so that we can continue to remain tapped into ourselves and to what it is that's happening in our life around us. So instead of saying the answer is to avoid stress in my life, we want to be saying the answer is to manage how I respond to stress every single day so that I can show up for the things in my life that I've chosen to be part of my life. Now, I'm going to share some ways that I am managing my internal infrastructure right now um, to provide some examples of what this could look like. You may already feel like based on this conversation that we've just had that you know that there are certain things that you can do to manage your own internal world. And if so, that's awesome. I find for me when I am absorbing any new concepts or information, awareness and Uh, understanding of the concept is often the thing that completely changes the game for me. And then I know that in terms of learning 
for other humans, for many of my clients, it's more about that tactical, tangible implementation. And so if that's you, listen up. I've got some examples of ways that you can really focus on managing and and taking great care of your internal infrastructure right now. So for me, some ways in which I'm doing this, the first one is that something I'm really focusing on right now is this concept of moving meditation or allowing myself to energetically recharge in every single moment. So to give you an example of this, so my past self, past Ellie, (laughs) would quite often have times where I would go, okay, all right, it's Tuesday morning. I'm looking at my calendar for the rest of the week. And I can see that I've got a really packed schedule until Friday, but that's okay. I'm just going to like up the adrenaline, up the energy, and I'm going to go for it. And then on Friday, I can just fall in a heap and have deep rest and then chill out. And then I will recalibrate completely. Not so great for your nervous system, right? (laughs) But I've genuinely told myself that, that that's something that I could do. And Actually, I think that society is really structured in that way. If we look at our working week, we we go for five days and then we have this period of rest. And this concept of moving meditation has been one where I've, I've started asking myself the question of, well, what if I could actually recalibrate in every single moment and feel energetically topped up in every single moment? What would that look like for me? And so some examples of what that looks like is that I might do, for example, I've been running a challenge this week with my girl, Rach, the become a client magnet challenge. And that requires of me to be on live video showing up, you know, energetically really uh, showing up in a big way for my peeps and our peeps at 8am. And so it would be really easy for me to be in that energy at 8am and then carry that energy with me throughout the day. But what I've been doing is I've been showing up at 8am, getting off that live, recognizing how I feel after that live, and then just allowing myself quite literally a few minutes to recalibrate, come back into my body, deep breaths, check in with how I feel, just breathe out any energy that is not mine because when you're doing things such as live video, it's really common that people are hooking into your energy, which, you know, it's not a bad thing in any way. It just is. And so just giving back the energy of other humans. And this is just that conscious awareness of me breathing in my own energy and breathing out the energy of anyone else that, that doesn't belong to me. And checking in with how I feel and really grounding back into where I'm at, really focusing on the present moment and not allowing myself to future trip into the many things I might need to get done that day. And so that's one example, but then essentially this moving meditation means that I, I then take that concept, that idea and Every single thing that I do throughout my day, I'm just so present and focused on what is right in front of me. So right now, all I'm thinking about is being here with you and showing up and serving you through this podcast and having this conversation. And when I am doing client check-ins next, 
each client, I'm going to be focused on that specific client and how I can be serving and supporting them best in that moment. And so not only does it make me a better coach, a better business owner, better everything, better fiance, better friend, better daughter, it also means that I'm finding within my body and and I'm somebody who has experienced anxiety throughout my life that I'm not getting into any of these heightened states of stress. I'm because I'm recalibrating on an ongoing basis, I'm able to just remain really, really grounded in my body over and over again. So that's the first thing that I'm doing. And if I could suggest anything, it would be this because it's just, it's changing the game for me in a really, really big way. The next recommendation here in terms of ways that you can manage your internal infrastructure, in addition to creating that moving meditation in every single moment, is to still create pockets of deep rest. And so when I talk about these pockets of deep rest, this is something that was taught to me by a mentor many years ago, is that we need to have time, specific time, where we are tapped out, like really finite, specific windows of time where we are tapped out. And I know that that can sound like a contradiction to what I've just shared here, but by giving ourselves these short, finite windows of time, for example, a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday morning or a Saturday all day or whatever it might be to disconnect and recalibrate that then allows us to show up in the ways that we want to and and be a functioning human in the world and do all of the things that we actually really want to do instead of tapping out and self-sabotaging. So finding that time to create those pockets of deep rest for yourself where I always think about it as I'm disconnecting from anything that is removing energy from me right now. And so that might be disconnecting from technology, which I do, disconnecting from seeing people. Like my favorite way to have a pocket of deep rest is like on the couch, no technology, book in hand, blanket on, nap, maybe a glass of wine, maybe Chase there, maybe he's not, maybe it's just me, chilling out, maybe watching something really trashy on TV or some kind of rom-com or like hashtag guilty, not sorry, pleasure. (laughs) So finding those pockets of deep breaths and doing the things that feel really good for you. The third thing here is doing things that make you feel like you and make you feel really good during the day when you are showing up in these external things that you would potentially love to tap out from. So for example, for me, when I'm in my business, I've just been finding ways to create so much more pleasure within my business and ways in which I can cultivate more pleasure and bring that into my work. So rather than going, you know what, I'm, I'm only allowed to have that piece of chocolate or do that thing. If I've done this task, I'm like, no, fuck it. I don't believe that to be a truth. I can incorporate pleasure into my day, into the things that I'm doing. And so The ways in which I do that is doing things like going on walks when I'm sending Voxer messages to my clients or listening to podcasts while I'm working or listening to really great music or, you know, making a cup of tea or having some kind of herbal tea that's really great or I'm currently obsessed and 
really late to the party here with banjo bears. You can buy them in Australia from mostly probably whole food or fresh food markets. They're these organic little carob chocolate bears and they're just the best thing ever. And if we ever stock up on them, I will eat five in a day and I'm okay with that. (laughs) But, you know, they're examples of ways in which I'm able to energetically fill up throughout the day. And I would encourage you to consider what that looks like for you. So what does pleasure look like for you whilst you're in your business, whilst you're working, whilst you're maybe doing other tasks around the house that you don't love when you're in mum mode, perhaps like what are ways that you can just make all of that feel more pleasurable for you? And then the last thing here is, you know, this is just nothing new, but it's just something that always brings me back to myself is yin yoga. It's essentially this one, I guess, is another example of a moving meditation, but yin yoga has just been something that for a while there, I I stopped doing it because I've been doing a lot of Pilates and dance and working out, which has just felt really good this year. I've loved feeling strong in my body because it's allowed me to be incredibly resilient and expand my capacity to be able to support my team and my clients in ways that I never thought that I would need to this year. And because of that, I have been doing a little bit more less yin workouts, yin yoga, but I've just started reintegrating that back into my routine each week and I'm loving it. And I'm asking myself why I ever stopped. So I would really recommend yin yoga or finding ways that you can create more yin in your weeks, in your life. All right. To summarize here, don't tap out, tap back into yourself. So consider what tapping out actually means for you and whether it is the road that you want to go down right now. If it is no judgment, like I said, zero judgment, but For so many of my clients and friends where I've had this conversation with them, the choice has been to tap back in and reconnect yourself because it is the most sustainable option to then be able to manage whatever stresses are thrown your way in your life. Separate your external world from your internal world and really focus in on that internal world on an ongoing basis. And in doing so, you'll be able to show up better for the things that you've chosen to create in your life. And you're going to also feel far more connected into the new year. And as though you've really served yourself, you're coming in in a way that, you know, you feel more connected to yourself, your life, your business, whatever else it might be. And then focus on what you specifically need to do to manage that internal infrastructure. So like I mentioned at the top of this potty, I'm having this conversation a lot right now, but on the other end of the scale, I'm also having the conversation with so many people about how they have this really strong desire to build their online business into 2021. And so there gets to be a decision here. And I really hope that you can feel empowered in the fact that you get to choose right now and make that decision that you absolutely can create this incredible 
incredible business into 2021. Like I mentioned before, some of my clients have had their hardest years in life and their biggest and best years in business. And there are so many reasons why I believe that online business is thriving and flourishing more than it ever has. I wrote an Instagram post about this just the other day, actually. So if you do jump on over to my feed, Ellie H. Swift, you'll see the post where my girl Rach and I are like laughing our faces off. (laughs) You'll see a little bit more about that there. So jump on over and take a read. And speaking of my girl Rach, I am so thrilled because we're currently in collaboration at the moment for the Coach Code, which is open right now at the time of recording this and at the time of this going live, we are still accepting signups, but only for another 24 hours. So the cart is closing the day after this episode goes to air on the Thursday. And oh my gosh, I don't have the date in front of me, but it's going to be Thursday, the 19th or the 20th of November, whatever day Thursday is there. And we are so excited because we have the most incredible women on board for this so far. As a recap, this is our program that we created as a complete roadmap for booking your dream clients, transforming your business and turning your purpose into profit. And when Rachel and I were looking at when we wanted to launch this next, we made a really conscious decision that we wanted to to launch it this side of 2021 so that we can start the program this side and we can start doing that planning work this side of Christmas and then also take the remainder of the program, the majority of the program over into 2021 so that we can catapult into the new year together and really support you shoulder to shoulder as you look to elevate your online business. This is all the information that myself and Rach have used to build you know, fully booked, multi-six-figure businesses over the years. And we're so, so excited to share it with you. So if this is something that feels of interest to you, jump on over to thecoachcodecourse.com and take a look. Don't wait. If you're feeling the call in any way as I'm speaking right now, do this now because once doors are closed, they are closed. I so, so hope that this episode supported you to tap back in and come back to you. Um, I'd love to know what you thought of this episode. So jump on over and send me a DM at Ellie H. Swift. Let's have a chat. Let me know what you loved about it. Have a beautiful rest of your week, my love. And I will be back here to chat more with you next week. Bye for now.